Welcome to a life-transforming experience with the Word of God from Bishop Napoleon Asian. Napoleon Asian is a son of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the head of the LCI mission in Cape Town, South Africa. With about 20 years experience in ministry, Bishop Napoleon Asian has been actively involved with the work of God in Ghana, UK, and now a missionary in South Africa. He stands with his father in the ministry, teaching and emphasizing his word with extraordinary grace and faith. Join us now as he delivers the word of God under the anointing. Jesus joy with celebration please welcome our pastor our shepherd the son of bishop Doug Hayward Mills bishop Napoleon Asian for us to be able to gather again. Hallelujah. The devil thought he was taking our joy and he's going to sit on our happiness. But God had a plan. Hallelujah. Through this lockdown, we have developed other aspects of our ministries. We did not know we can be on Facebook. We can be on Zoom. We can... Different, different things have happened. Hallelujah. That's why the devil is quickly bringing us back. Because now every home has a church. Before we could only dance when we are in church. But through the lockdown, we have had prayers, flow services on Tuesdays, on Fridays, Sunday morning, Sunday afternoon, Sunday evening. It's like a breakfast, lunch, and supper. Sometimes with some dessert too. We have come to learn grace dance. We have come. Different things have happened. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That is what the Bible says. In all things, in all things, give thanks to God. Many people don't understand. You want to come out from that bad experience before you can thank God. It's not if Bible says in it. In it. When the things are happening and they are not good. In it. In all things, give thanks to God. Hallelujah. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. He said, be careful for nothing. Don't be anxious about anything. Don't be worried about anything. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving. Hallelujah. With thanksgiving, that's where... I, I, I like with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. Hallelujah. Instead of crying, let make a request. God doesn't answer crying. You may cry and not say anything. Some people throw pity parties to make themselves feel good. I am surprised. Look, I, experience has taught me there are people that they have problems that they don't want to be solved. Because it's like when the problem is solved, how would they cry any longer? 
Do, do you understand? That problem is what makes them uh, feel sad. People pity them. So when you try to solve the problem, they say, no, don't solve it. It's like, this is where, this is where I get attention from. When it's like that, people see me, I'm morose, I'm sad, the melancholy. Is I enjoy it. Some people, I'm telling you, I, I'm so surprised. Problem that can be solved like this, when you try to say no, it's like when you solve it, I, I, I cannot cry again. <laughs> I cannot be pitied, and I cannot pity myself. And some of you, you like, you feel good when you cry, bitter crying, and you are there, it's like it makes you feel good. I cancel that spirit in the name of Jesus. I'm, I'm, what I'm saying, I know what I'm saying. You cry bitter crying, then you remember all the bad things, then it makes you feel good. What kind of behavior is that? We cancel every such in the name of Jesus. Lift your hand and say, Lord, I'm thanking you. I'm thanking you. Through the lockdown, many things have happened. My salary may have been reduced, but thank you. Ayabakatayaba. Ah, mashando rokatando roshikiba. Hey, badoka baseka bandoronde. Lift your voice and lift your hand and say, Lord, through it all. Oh, yes, oh God, I've learned to say thank you. I've come to say, oh, glory be to your holy name. You are a good God. You are a good God. You have taken care of me. You did not allow me to die. Oh, yes, Lord. My son, take a bandit. Lay my heart back Somebody lift your hand and thank God. Lift your hand and thank him. Thank him for his goodness. Thank him for preservation. Thank him for his protection. Thank him for all he has done and he is doing. He is a good God. He is a good God. Oh, yes. All my life you've been faithful. Oh, go ahead. Sing it. For all my life you've been faithful. Somebody lift your hand and thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. In everything. By prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving.
of your goodness, Lord. Oh, yes, Lord. I will sing of your goodness. Somebody lift your hand and say, I will sing of your goodness. I will sing of your goodness. understanding hearts. May we not be the same because we came. Holy Spirit of God, let your will be done in Jesus' name. And all the saints shall shout and say, Amen. Hallelujah. Somebody put your hands together for the Lord. And please be seated in heavenly places. Hallelujah. Well, it's a blessing. I'm so thankful to God for every one of you 
like Paul said, I cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in all my prayers. And it's a truth, it's the truth that sometimes you are at loss of what God has done. The goodness and his mercies are beyond what you anticipated. And we want to say, Lord, we thank you. Hallelujah. Well, those who have not been here, we've been sharing and preaching about the Apostles' Creed. Amen. Claim it. Our confession. And we saw different confessions in the Bible. And we've come to con the confession of our faith or the profession of our faith. Amen. We saw the confession. As a Christian, one of the benefits, one of the differences between Christianity and all the other religions is the recreation of our hearts or your spirit. Hallelujah. One of the attributes, permanent attribute of a Christian is your ability to forgive. So if you're a Christian, you find it very difficult to forgive. You are not a good Christian. And you need to be very careful because you can easily end up in hell. Yeah. Jesus taught us, he said, when we pray, we should even say, the Father, forgive us as we forgive. In other words, please don't forgive me if I don't forgive. Are you here? So the permanent feature of a Christian is your ability to forgive because we are forgiven. Are you here? That is why when Jesus was being beaten and he was even going to die, he turned and said, Father, forgive them for they don't know what they are doing. How can military officers, Roman soldiers, whip you and say you don't know what they are doing? They knew what they are doing. But you see, a Christian cannot do that because what you may not know is that as you are here, you can send people to hell. If somebody does something against you and you don't forgive the person and you return the person's sin, you can send somebody to hell. That is how powerful you are as a Christian. Or you did not know that. That's not what I'm talking I would have shown you. Maybe I should speak about forgiveness someday. That's what the Bible teaches. It says when a brother does something against you, go and sort it out. If you repent, forgive. It's, we have an ability to retain sin. Yes. And the Bible says, whosoever sins you forgive will be forgiven. Whosoever sin you retain. So if somebody does something to you, say, I will not forgive you, that is what it is. So it's very important. And when you remember, when Stephen was also dying, when he was being stoned and he was dying, he said, Lord, please don't lay this sin at, at their charge. You, you can see that a proper Christian is very conscious about forgiving people. So if you are I'm conscious about retaining people's sin. I don't know the spirit you have received, but it's going away in the name of Jesus. Say, I forgive easily. I don't know who God has suddenly solved your problem because this is very important. So we had a confession for sins. You confess your sin to the Lord, he forgives you. Amen? And we also confess our fault to one another and we receive healing. Is that not it? Okay, and we came to the confession of our faith. So what do we believe in as the body of Christ, as Christians? What do we believe in? 
And that is what we call the Apostles' Creed, the summary of the Christian faith, what we believe in. Are you here? It's what we call the Apostles' Creed. It's easy. When you speak to a, a Muslim or something, they, they have their five pillars. They know what they, 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 they do and the summary of it. But in our day, it's not likely to find a Christian who knows what he has come to. Why are you a Christian and what do you believe in as a Christian? Or if even somebody came to you, not that you went for witnessing, somebody came to you to explain to the person what you believe in as a Christian. Many people will fumble. Many people don't know what we believe in. So the Apostles' Creed is the summary, is the profound summary of the Christian faith, our profession or our confession. Amen. So I want us to say it all together, one goal. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day, he rose again from the dead. He ascended unto heaven and seated on the right the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, in the Holy Catholic Church, in the... Hey, in the... No, no, no. Let's start from I believe in the Holy Ghost. Everyone on that side was not seeing anything, I tell you. I tell you. Uh, okay, I believe in the Holy Ghost. Let's go. I believe in the Holy Ghost, in the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of the saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. I tell you, I, I have seen something today. Many people did not say anything. <laughs> Hallelujah. So the Apostles' Creed is also called the 12 Articles of the Faith. Are you here? So we have done, I think, six so far. Is that not it? So the first article is, I believe in God the Father Almighty, the maker of heaven and earth. That means we did not evolve, okay? We did not evolve from ape. You are not an, an improved monkey. You are not a monkey. <laughs> you, are, uh, you were created by God, amen? And also the father, God is not just a creator, but God is also a father, amen? And the second article, one goal. What was the second article? Very fast. And in Jesus Christ, his only son, our Lord. Amen. And we explain that if you want the messages, please get it. It will help you. Everybody get these messages. By the time we finish, get it, learn it, preach it better than I'm doing. Article 3. Was conceived by the Holy Ghost. Mm -hmm. 
Okay, Article 4. Okay. Good. You can suffer and not die. You can suffer and not be crucified. You can be crucified and not dead. Are you getting it? So all of it is very important. Article 5. Ah, they are putting it there. That's, aha! Because the way you were saying it, I was getting very encouraged. Okay, okay. I've forgiven you. I thought that you are with me. <laughs> okay, Article 5. Article 5. Let's go. They tell that he rose again from the dead. Okay, Article 6. Article 7, that is today. Jesus will come from heaven to judge the quick and the dead. Amen. Jesus. Okay, because when you read it, it says, from thence he shall come, okay, to judge the quick. From thence. From where? Thence means heaven. From heaven. Because we are taking it one one, I want you to remember that it's Jesus we are talking about. The he is the pronoun for Jesus. If you've been up to grade three, you need to understand pronoun. Are you getting it? Yeah. So from thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. The word quick is the living. Is uh, King James English. It means those who are alive. Okay. So, Article 7 says, Jesus will come from heaven to judge the quick and the dead. Amen. And it's very, this is one of the, I mean, beautiful articles in the whole uh, uh, creed. Because this is where our comfort comes from. This is where our faith is really strengthened. That whatever you are doing, your offerings, your tithe, your preaching, your fastings, your prayers, your visitation, your soul winning, whatever you are doing, it will not be in vain. Because there is judgment. Hallelujah. Jesus is going to come from heaven. Amen. To judge the quick and the dead. Now, I don't know whether I will have time. This topic may need more time, but I don't know how we are going to do it. There is sometimes confusion about when we talk about the second coming of Jesus. Okay. And the rapture. It's two different things. There are two different things. Hello? Yeah. The second coming of Jesus and the rapture are not one and the same. The rapture will happen before the second coming of Jesus. So you ask, so uh, the rapture is not the second coming. No, there's a difference. Okay, so the, even the first judgment, the, there's two judgments. The first judgment is not even like a judgment. It's like speech and praise giving day. The rapture is the uh, taking of the church. The taking of the church from the earth to be with Jesus in heaven. The promise that he made to us in John chapter 14, verse number 1 to 3. How many remember? You believe in God, but believe also in me. 
in my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I am going to prepare you a place. And when I am done, when I finish preparing you a place, I will come and hold, receive you into myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. So the rapture, Jesus is not going to come on earth. Jesus will not come on earth. We will meet in him on the, in the air. And even it's so beautiful that those who are living will be the last people to be caught up. Those who have died in Christ will be the first to be raptured. Hallelujah. Before those who are living. Turn your Bibles with me to First Thessalonians. I, I love it already. Whether alive or dead, it doesn't matter. Who? Because even the dead will be the first to be raptured. First Thessalonians chapter 4. Can I read some Bible? Is it okay? Okay, First Thessalonians chapter 4. Let's read from verse number 13. Which one will you want me to read from? The New Living Translation or the King James? Okay, okay, okay. But I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep. I'm reading from the King James for now. That ye sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. Hallelujah. When you get it, it gets better. This is the reason for what we do. This is the reason for our prayer. This is the reason for our faith. This is the reason for giving offering, paying tithe, keeping ourselves. As though we don't have the things that others are having, they are using it. Because there is judgment and things are going to be asked. Hallelujah. Are you here? That's why I said that I will not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them that are asleep, that are already dead. Are you there? That ye sorrow not, so that you wouldn't be worried. Hallelujah. This is what Paul knew. That's why he was able to say that I am, I am between and betwixt. Whether to die or live, I don't really care. Say, for me to die is gain. To live is for your sake. The guy knew, the guy knew that he would be the first person to be raptured. Hallelujah. Then say that, look, comfort one another with this. Don't be ignorant. Don't be ignorant as those who don't have any hope. Because we have hope. Hallelujah. Verse number 14. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so, them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. Hallelujah. How many believe that Jesus died and rose again? This is where, this is the definition of our faith. So anyone who does not believe that Jesus died and rose again, then why do you expect to be resurrected? That is where you cut yourself out. Because if you don't believe that he died and rose again from the dead, then why will you expect that when you die, you, you will be raised from the dead? That is why when we are receiving Jesus Christ, Bible says that if you shall confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and that God has raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. This is the crucial hey, thing about our faith. Hallelujah! Amen. 
My God, I like it. Verse number 15. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord. Hallelujah. Paul is saying that I am not just giving you an advice. This is a direct instruction, a command. Are you here? For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God. And the dead in Christ shall rise first. Hallelujah! Then we, which are alive and remain, shall be caught up together with him in the clouds and meet the Lord in the air. And so we ever be with the Lord. Hallelujah. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. Hallelujah. This morning, the church is being comforted. I said the church is being comforted. That anyone who died in Christ, I say any of your family members who is dead in Christ, it is not over. We shall see her again. We shall see him again. We will be with him again. It is our duty to remain focused and steadfast. Because those of us who are alive and remain, we cannot prevent those who are dead. As a matter of fact, they will be the first to be caught up. Hallelujah. Yeah. So, how would they be caught up? You know, when you die now, you go to heaven. But when you are in heaven now as a Christian, you don't have the glorified body that Jesus had when he resurrected. So, doing the, the, the rapture, all the spirits... The spirit that are in heaven, the spirit of all the Christians and all the believers that are in heaven will have to come and reunite to the glorified body, the one that Jesus had. Hallelujah! That is why Jesus, Bible says that Jesus is the first fruits of those who resurrected. That's why Lazarus, he was raised from the dead. He died again. Dorcas, he was raised from the dead. He died again because they have not got the resurrected body. They have not got a glorified body. And you see this also in 1 Corinthians chapter 15. From verse number 51, Bible says, can we read it? Is it okay? Okay, if you don't mind. I'm trying. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, are you there? Verse number 50, Bible says, Now this I say, brethren, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, neither do corruption inherit incorruption. So it means that the glorified body that we are going to have, it is not flesh and blood. It is, this, this body is flesh and blood. The doctors will tell you that is why whether you are white, you are green, you are blue, they can do blood transfusion. Because your blood type is known. It's the same everywhere. When we get your blood type, we can get a blue man, the same blood type. Are you getting it? Yeah. But Bible says that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. Are you there? Verse number 51. Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall be changed. Hallelujah. 
in a moment, in a twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound and the dead shall be raised incorruptible. And we shall be changed. For this corruptible must put on incorruption and this mortal must put on immortality. So when this corruptible shall have put on incorruption and this mortal shall have put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, death is swallowed up in victory. In other words, the new glorified body that we will have at the rapture or when we resurrect, we are not capable of dying. Hallelujah. Are you there? Oh, I am enjoying this message. So, the rapture, the difference between the rapture, so the rapture is one of the, uh, uh, the things that we are waiting. It's when the grace, you know, the church age is the age of grace, the dispensation of grace. But when the church is raptured, grace will be no more. Grace will be taken. Then it will usher in the tribulation. How many have heard of the Antichrist? We are going to teach about all that. Maybe after this, I should preach about Don't Be Left Behind, the Left Behind series. Yeah. So when the church is raptured, when the church is raptured, then the manifestation of the Antichrist, already the Antichrist is, is moving around. People who are against the church, who are, they are all, but there will be a figure, a world politician who will assume that role with powers from Satan, become clear an antichrist and give the mark of the beast without which you cannot buy or sell. And when you take it, you become part of him. That is why you don't need to think about the, 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 what they left behind. Pray and do whatever you can to be raptured. Hallelujah. That is far better. Yeah. The first judgment is when we are raptured. When we are raptured, the, the, the judgment is not... You see that those who are raptured are not unbelievers. You don't go to heaven when you are an unbeliever. So when Jesus appears in the sky and the dead in Christ rise and those who are living are caught up, these are all holy people. So when the Bible says that we shall all appear, First Corinthians, is this 2 Corinthians chapter 5? Verse number 10, that we shall all appear before the judgment seat of Christ. It's not judgment like, are you going to hell? No, once you are raptured, you are not going to hell. Hey! Hey! Be raptured in the name of Jesus. Yeah. I don't know, since school time, my, my slogan has been, be raptured. You need to be raptured. I say you need to be raptured. Yeah. Have I told you the story of a Christian who was committing fornication? But he knew that the rapture when is, is going to happen, like the Bible says. The Lord himself would descend with the, a shout of an archangel, a trump. Yeah. So as he was, he was committing the fornication, golden arrow bars blew the horn. Hey! The guy woke up and said, Hey! He thought that he was left behind. 
He came out and was looking around. You will not be left behind in the name of Jesus. Hey! <laughs> Are you here? So, listen to this. What the difference between the rapture is that the rapture is referring to the appearing of Christ. Okay? And you notice that with the rapture, Jesus will come with angels. With the second advent, he will come with angels and the saints. Those who have already been raptured. And during, you see, after the rapture, between one to seven years, that is when the second coming of Jesus will be. And the Bible says that within three and a half years of after the rapture, the tribulation forces and the Antichrist will manifest and will begin to kill people and begin to persecute Israel and different things are going to happen. But before the seventh year, then the Lord Jesus, now he will come in his glory. He will not come as a lamb any longer. Now, that is when he is going to come in his glory as the lion of the tribe of Judah to, to rule and to reign and to execute judgment on earth. Hallelujah. And that is when the battle of the Amagadon will be fought, that the, the armies of the world will gather together to make a fight with the word of God. Hallelujah. Oh, my God. I, I like it. <laughs> Are you there? So in the rapture, Jesus appears in the heavens. He is the appearing of Jesus with his holy angel and the trump of God. Are you there? Okay, so the saints will be taken to heaven. Believers stay in heaven during this time. Okay, and that will be the time for the great tribulation. Great. Then we also notice that during this time, the saints will receive the promise, as Jesus said in John 14, 1 to 3. This is also the period that those who have died in the Lord will also resurrect. Okay? And why this? The purpose of this is for all the church or the church of God, the Christian, to escape the great tribulation. And another reason for this is to allow the revelation, the, the revealing of the Antichrist. Once we are here, the Antichrist cannot come. That's how powerful you are. So when the church is taken, then the Antichrist will come physically and begin to oppress and do all that they want to do. Another time I will tell you the qualification for rapture. <laughs> but there's a scripture that I will want you to look at. Ephesians chapter 4 verse number 29 and 30. Look at it quickly. Bible says, it says, Let no corrupt communication proceed out of thy mouth, but that which is good. Hmm? To the use of what? Edifying that it might minister grace to the hearers. Verse number 30. And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby ye are sealed until the day of redemption. 
So those who will not be raptured are those who, who had broken the seal. And how do you break the seal when you don't have the Holy Spirit? And he shows us over here that one of the ways to grieve the Holy Spirit and to lose the Holy Spirit is useless talking, corrupt communication, criticizing, gossiping, accusation, slander, all the things. That's what the Bible says. If any man is able to build his tongue, that person is perfect. Because your tongue can let you be stayed behind, but that will never be your portion. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So, the seal, the Holy Spirit. In other words, when Jesus appears in the sky, we will be like magnets. We will be attracted because of the Holy Spirit that is in you. So, if you don't have the Holy Spirit, you become like, you become like uh, wood instead of uh, uh, ferrous metal to attract the magnet. You, you cannot go. Are you here? So every day before you sleep, make sure you confess your sins. Make sure you say, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, stay with me. Don't break the seal because we don't know when. Hallelujah. So it is when we are in heaven after the rapture, that is when the prize, speech and prize giving there will be done. Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse number 10. Second Corinthians, I'm trying. Are you there? What does the Bible say? For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ. Are you there? That everyone may receive the things done in his body. The tattoos, you have to come and explain. The things done in his body. According to that he has done, whether it be good or bad. Hallelujah. Your, your friends clap for you because of your nice tattoo. When you stand before Jesus, then you, you answer that you did not create your body. And those who kill themselves. So people, I, I don't understand. You did not make yourself, then you have taken your life. And they often get the shock of their lives. Because when the body dies, then the spirit comes up. They notice that Charlie it would have been better to stay in the body. <laughs> Who told you suicide will, will let you be free at all? Are you here? All right. Revelation chapter 3, verse number 11. Look at it. Bible said, Behold, I come quickly. Hold that fast which thou hast, that no man shall take it. No man shall take thy crown. So this is where the Christians, we are going to be judged according to what you have done. The, the basis of judgment is whether you abide in Christ, your, even the doctrine, the doctrine that you taught, the work you did, whether you are pure, whether you stayed, different things are going to be the uh, basis for our judgment. Whether you use your gifts, opportunities given, different things are going to come to the forefront on that day. And I pray that that day we will not be found wanting in the name of Jesus. Amen. Let me talk about a second advent quickly then. We will be out of here. Now, in Matthew chapter 24, verse number 
29 to 32. Let's talk about the second coming. And this one, you know, the first one, Jesus appears in the air with the voice and the shout of a trump of the archangel. And the dead are raised. And those who are alive are caught up together and they go to heaven. But this one, the second one, it's Jesus himself, the angels and the saints who were already there coming on earth to reign. Are you there? All right. So are you in Matthew chapter 24? I'm reading from verse number 29. Bible says, immediately after the tribulation of those days, can you see? So it's like <laughs> the tribulation, people are expecting it. Bible is making even reference to it. That right after those tribulations, something else is going to happen. So it says, immediately after the tribulation of those days, shall the sun be darkened, and the moon shall not give her light, and the stars shall fall from heaven, and the powers of heaven shall be shaken, and then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven. And then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn, and they shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. Are you there? And he shall send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet, and they shall gather together his elect, referring to Israel, from the four winds, from one end to heaven, to the other. Now, learn a parable. That's verse number 32. The fig tree, when the branch is yet tender and put it forth leaves, ye know that summer is near. Hallelujah. So likewise, ye, when ye shall see all these things, know that it is near, even at the door. Hallelujah. Let me take it from the New Living Translation. I, I like it. It says, immediately after the anguish of those days, the sun will be darkened, the moon will give no light, the stars will fall from the sky, and the powers in the heavens will be shaken. And then, at last, the sign of the Son of Man is coming. The sign that the Son of Man, okay, is coming will appear in the heavens. And there will be deep mourning among all the people of the earth. And they will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And he will send out his angels with the mighty blast of a trumpet. And they will gather his chosen ones from all over the world. From the furthest end of the earth and heaven. 32. Now learn a lesson from the fig tree. When the branches bud and its leaves begin to sprout, you know that summer is near. Hallelujah. And he's talking about Israel. So the Bible says, you can see that in the uh, rapture, in a twinkling of an eye, with a sound, instantly it happens. 
Nobody knows. You can't even see. Before you notice, it has happened. But with the second coming, Bible says all eyes will see. The sign will appear. All eyes. But the first one, all eyes will not see. Only those who have the Holy Spirit will be raptured. That's why people will wake up and you, they notice that, hey, <laughs> their children are gone and they are uh, dead. You are shouting, calling your children, that, hey, come and uh, clean the bowls. It's gone. <laughs> people will be shocked. Hallelujah. And with the second coming, you notice that it is Jesus, the angels, and the saints who are coming. Are you there? And the second coming is coming with what? Great power and glory. And is going to move on the clouds. Is that not it? It's in the Bible. Okay. Let's read this also from Revelation chapter 19. Revelation chapter 19. I'm going to read from verse number 11. I love it too. Revelation chapter 19. Oh, are you in verse number 11? All right. Which translation do you like? NLT. Okay, I'll read it for you. Don't worry. Then I saw heaven opened, and a white horse was standing there. It rather was named Faithful and True, for he judges fairly. And wages a righteous war. His eyes were like flames of fire. And on his head were many crowns. A name was written on him that no man, no one understood except he himself. He wore a robe dipped in blood. And his title was the word of God. Hallelujah. In the King James, it says, and his name. Is the word of God. Don't joke with the word of God. I said, don't joke with the word of God. <laughs> that is what the Bible says, that heaven and earth will pass away. But the word, the word of God will never pass away. The reason why you will not pass away is because you have the word of God. Anything that is not sorted with the word of God is going to perish. So fill your hearts. You know, when you read the word, when you meditate on it, when, when, when you practice it, it's, it's like you, you, you are staffing yourself. You, you, you are staffing yourself with the word of God. Very soon you notice that you are preserved by it. It's just like how, uh, uh, what do you call it, uh, fishermen preserve fish with salt. It, 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 you see, it, they can preserve it all with ice. Then it stays how it is. The word of God will preserve us. Hallelujah. Because if you don't have the word of God, you will pass away. Because it says, heaven and earth will pass away. But it is the word of God that will not pass away. And you don't have his word. And if you don't have his, how will you not pass away? From today, may the word, may the word fill us in all wisdom. In the name of Jesus. That is, that's what the Bible says. He that have his word and do it is the same who is saved. So the word. Are you there? Where are we? And his name is the word of God. 14. The armies of heaven dressed in the finest of pure white linen followed him on white horses. 
So we'll come from heaven. Don't, don't, don't be worried, even if you don't know how to ride a horse. You will, you will learn it in heaven. <laughs> you will learn it. I'm sure they will assign special angels to teach us how to ride the horse. You'll be galloping, galloping, galloping and coming, following Jesus. Can you believe that a time will come and the Jesus that will be ahead of his, your, your commander in chief? Wow. Hallelujah. The armies of heaven dressed in finest of the pure white land followed him on white horses. From his mouth came a sharp sword to strike down the nations. He will rule them with an iron rod. He will release the fierce wrath of God, the almighty, like Jews flowing from wine press. On, this, on his robe at his tie was written this title, King of all kings and Lord of all lords. When I saw the angels standing in the sun, shouting to the vultures flying high in the skies, come, gather together for the great banquet God has prepared. Come and eat the flesh of kings, generals, strong warriors of horses and of their riders and of all humanity, both free and slave, small and great. Then I saw the beasts and the kings of the world and their armies gathered together to fight against the one sitting on the horse and his army. And the beast was captured. And with him was the false prophet. (laughs) Who did mighty miracles on behalf of the beast? Miracles that deceive all who had accepted the mark of the beast. And who worshipped his uh, statue. Both the beast and his false prophet were thrown alive into the fairy lake of burning sulfur. Their entire army was killed by the sharp sword that came from the mouth of the one riding the white horse. Who was the one riding the white horse? The king of kings. The word of God. The faithful and true. Hallelujah! And the vultures all gorged themselves on the dead bodies. Chapter 20. Then I saw an angel coming down from heaven. Look, if I allow you to go, you will not read. So let me read it for you. Then I saw an angel coming down from heaven with the key to the bottomless pits and a heavy chain on his hand. He seized the dragon, that old serpent, who is the devil, Satan, and bound him in chains for a thousand years. And the angel threw him into the bottomless pits, which he then shut and locked, so Satan could not deceive the nations anymore until the thousand years were finished. Afterward, he must be released for a little while. Then I saw thrones and the people sitting on them had been given the authority to judge. And I saw the souls of those who had been beheaded for their testimony about Jesus and for proclaiming the word of God. Hallelujah! 
Hallelujah. They had not worshipped the beast or his statue, nor accepted his mark on their forehead or their hands. They all came to life again, and they reigned with Christ for a thousand years. Hallelujah. This is the first resurrection. The rest of the dead did not come back to life until the thousand years are ended. Are you there? Blessed and holy are those who share in the first resurrection. For them, the second death holds no power, but they will be priests of God and of Christ and will reign with him a thousand years. Hallelujah. My God, what a blessing. Are you enjoying? Yeah. We, we are talking about he will, he will come. Jesus is going to come from heaven. He's going to come from heaven to judge the quick and the dead. Hallelujah. This is the confession of our faith. He said, look, comfort. Don't be ignorant. Let the people not be hopeless. Let those who are going through things because of Christ and his testimony, those martyrs, those who have been killed, who have been jailed, missionaries, people who are suffering because of the testimony of Jesus Christ, because of the word of God, those who are keeping yourself, you are being ridiculed. Different things are happening to you. I wish I had time to tell you the basis of our judgment. Maybe I should share one with you. Are you here? <laughs> Are you here? It's, it's going to be awesome. I don't know about you, but this, this is certainly the reason why every one of us must be so geared up to do what God will have you to do. Hallelujah. Are you here? Yeah, turn your Bibles with me to um, Matthew chapter 25, verse number 31. It's in the Bible. Okay. But when the Son of Man comes in his glory and all his angels with him, then will he sit upon his glorious throne. Hallelujah. And all the nations will be gathered in his presence, and he will separate them as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. So the judgment is going to sit. So, you see, at the end, the second coming, when he's going, that's where he will separate those who did not receive the mark, and different things are going to happen. Turn your Bible again with me to Corinthians, 1 Corinthians chapter 3. Let's read quickly, and we'll be out of here. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse number 11 to 14. Is it in your Bible? All right. Where should I read it for? King James or NLT? Okay. 1 Corinthians chapter 3. From verse number 11, look at it. Look at what the King James says. He says, For other foundation can no man lay than that is laid, which is Jesus Christ. 
Now, if any man build upon this foundation gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, stubbles, every man's work shall be made manifest, for the day shall declare it, because it shall be revealed by fire, and the fire shall try every man's work of what sort it is. If a man's work abide, which he has built thereupon, he shall receive a reward. If any man's work shall be burned, he shall suffer loss, but he himself shall be saved, yet as so as by fire. Know ye not that ye are the temple of God, and that the Spirit of God dwelleth in you. Any man, if any man defile the temple of God, him shall God destroy. For the temple of God is holy, which temple ye are. Hallelujah. So he's talking about even, that's why the first one, he said, we should come and give account of what we have done in our bodies. So don't think that you can just do drugs because, it, no. God created you and everything that you are doing, you give an account. Let, let, let's take it from the NLT. I have so many things, but our time is already up. Let's go. For no one can lay any foundation other than the one we already have, Jesus Christ. Anyone who builds on that foundation may use a variety of materials. Gold, silver, jewels, wood, hay, and straw. But on the judgment day, fire will reveal what kind of work each builder has done. The fire will show if a person's work has any value. If the work survives, that builder will receive a reward. But if the work is burned up, the builder will suffer great loss. The builder will be saved, but like someone barely escaping through a war of flames. Don't you realize that you all, don't you realize that all of you together are the temple of God and that the spirit of God lives in you? God will destroy anyone who destroys this temple, for God's temple is holy, and you are that temple. Hallelujah. Amen. Article 7, that is what we are talking about. He, shall, he will come from heaven to judge the quick and the dead. Brethren, whatever you are doing, a day will come that is going to pay off. Your prayers. Hallelujah. Bible says God is not... Mm. He is not unrighteous to forget our labor. Whatever you have done in his name, God is going to reward you. Hallelujah. And I pray that whatever we are doing, may it be good. Time will not permit us. I would have spoken about the God. Works of God. Hallelujah. That will stand the test of time. When gold goes through fire, it, it glitters. It becomes more pure. Hallelujah. When a silver goes through fire, it becomes dark. It becomes smoky. Yeah, some of you, that's how we are. Your character is silver. When you are under pressure, you become some way. Yeah, but I see you becoming a golden member. When you are under pressure, that is even when you, you do your best. That is when you, your best come. Hallelujah. Yeah, and Bible says that some people's work will be like wood, stable, straw. You may be a basenta leader, but you are doing it because pastor is saying you are not doing it from your heart. You are not loving the members. 
you are treating them with cruelty. Whatever you are doing, what is the basis? What is the foundation of it? Are you praying because you love God? What you are doing? Even the church I'm doing, I need to analyze my motive. Why do I want a mega church? Is it for fame or so that souls will escape hell and go to heaven? The motive is very important. That is why you may have a big church. But when that day, you see, that Bible says on that day, the hearts, every heart will be open. Every secret will be made bare. Your discussion. You send a test about your pastor to somebody. Yeah, I did not see. But it will be everywhere for everybody to see. We did not know. We did not know. We thought that you were the most holiest, not knowing. You don't even smoke a cigar. You have a big cigar in your room. <laughs> and people, you have food us. You have food all of us, but you cannot fool God. God is not mocked. Hallelujah. My prayer is that whatever we are doing, are you a basenta leader? Are you a shepherd? Whatever may, may our work stand. The toll, the labor, whatever we are doing. My God, at the end of the day, may we not suffer loss. May we not be like we are saved through a flame of fire. You see, when, when there's a fire outbreak, are you here? When there's a fire outbreak and you are wearing your uh, cotton dress or your nylon dress and you are going through the fire, you, it will, it, you will burn even more. You see, when you go through the fire with the nylon, it will melt and it will worsen your case. So the best way to go through fire is to remove everything and walk through naked. Yeah, that is, yeah. Even if you have time, you should shave your hair. Because anything that the fire can use becomes fuel for the fire. Yeah. I'm telling you. So when the fire is coming, you notice that, look, your ministry was a, was a straw. The center was, was a wood. The, the what? The brand that you have started was a, 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 a silver. We go through, it becomes darkened. Can you see when silver goes through? That's why your silver pants, the under is black. When you go through fire, it blackens. Yeah, it, it becomes stained. Your, whatever. But when it is gold, when it goes through fire, oh, all the impurities becomes, the dross will come off and it glitters and becomes more. May God help us. Because there is judgment. You see, many people, one day a pastor was misbehaving, so I called him and I said that, you are misbehaving because you think you are working for me. I'm also working to be accepted one day. You are not doing me a favor at all. On that day, you are going to receive your reward. I will also have to go and answer for the things I have done in my body. Have I told you the story of the uh, pastor who went to heaven? A pastor went to heaven and he saw a queue of drug addicts. So the angel told him that he should join the queue. <laughs> and he was arguing with the angel that he's not a drug addict. He never smoked. They said, no, he saw Rastafarian drug people that they said he should, that's his queue. They said, no. I was a pastor. 
He was arguing, arguing when he got to his turn. He said, why am I in this? He said, ah, you were drinking Coke. Coca-Cola. Yeah, the caffeine was a drug, so he had to join. <laughs> Hallelujah! <laughs> so... So don't, don't accuse all the drug addicts. When we go and we pass our judgment and our work doesn't burn, hey, hey, you need to find out why did you, why did you even make somebody a shepherd? They will test it. Everything will be tested. Why did you make this person a pastor? Who could not even read the Bible, cannot pray? You say it's a pastor. Hey, judgment. Because somebody was giving an offering, you say he's, he's part of the apostles. <laughs> hey! <laughs> Everything will be decisions that, you see, in heaven. <laughs> yeah, God, help us. <laughs> somebody lift your hands and say, Lord, help us. How many can say that already you are naked? Hey! If there were no judgment, we can continue and misbehave, but because of judgment... All of us, lift your voice and say, Lord, have mercy. I change my motive. May my reason be correct. Yeah. You marry somebody for the wrong reason. For financial security. Now you need to pray and correct it. <laughs> I don't, because of judgment, we need to do all the right things. Beloved, it's all time will permit us. Jesus will come from heaven to judge the quick and the dead. Hallelujah. Oh, may our faith in the Lord Jesus not fail. Yeah. I like, I like the place that I said, and those who are alive and living will not prevent those who are dead. For the dead must first be raised. And then those who are alive and remain will be caught up in the air, I like it, to be with Jesus, and they will go forever to be with him. That shall be our situation. If the rapture happens any day, any time soon, Lord, may we be raptured. This is our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Stand to your feet, and let's go. Hallelujah. Lift your voice, close your eyes, and commit yourself to God and begin to, because of the job, begin to negotiate the Lord. Some of the motives, even I'm not in heaven, I can see that I was wrong. Lift your voice, lift your voice and ask for mercies. Every motive that is not right, what we have done wrongfully. Hey, Lord, please correct our motives. Corrupt, correct it, Lord. Correct it. Correct it. Correct our motives. The reason why we do things. There is why do you visit some specific people in the church? You leave your members and you, you visit only those who can give you juice. Only 100% juice. The little ones who cannot give you a seat to sit on, you don't mind them. When you are praying for the church members, you pray for those who give only, only uh, who can visit you, your friends. Hey, Lord, have mercy 
Purify our motives, Lord. May our reason be right. May what we do be because of love. May love be the reason. May the love for you be the reason. May your love constrain us. May your love constrain us. When we are winning souls, may it be because of your love. Oh, yes, oh God. When we are praying for people, may we not be hypocrites. May we be because of your love, oh God. Lord, we pray. May the motive be right. Lord, for the day is coming that we will come appear. For we shall all appear before the judgment seat of Christ. And account for the things we have done in your body. Makando sheke bleandis. Le mando sheke bahata. Father, we thank you. We bless you. I want to pray for you. And I want to pray with you. Maybe you are watching on Facebook. You saw it on Facebook. You want to give your life to Jesus. Or even you are in the congregation. Maybe through the lockdown, you gave up on God. You went back to your old life. You went back to your vomit. To your old friends and bad boys and girls. You have, you have lost it. But this after you want to say, Pastor, pray with me and pray for me. I want to give myself back to Jesus. I want to rededicate my life. If that is what you are saying, please lift only your right hand and I'll pray with you. You want to rededicate your life? Okay. Lift it high and quickly move from wherever you are. Come to the front. Let me pray with you. God bless you. God bless you. My sister, come. My brother, come. Come from the back. Quickly. 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 Come to the front. I want to pray with you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Come from the back. Yes. You were saved before the lockdown. But after the lockdown, things are not the same. Come. Come from the back. Come from everywhere. Join. 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 I'm waiting for you quickly. Come. 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 I want to pray with you. I want to pray with you. Yes. God bless you, my brother. Yes. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. and say this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus, this afternoon, I come to you just as I am. Please forgive me and wash me with your blood. From today, I repent from all my sins. I am sorry for all my mistakes. From now, I believe in you. Jesus, you are the son of God. You died for me and you rose again. Lord Jesus, I accept you into my heart as the Savior, the Master, and the Lord over my soul. Please write my name in the book of life. Thank you, Father, for saving my life through your Son, Jesus Christ. From today, I belong to you. I will follow you all the days of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for saving my life. Amen. Father, I thank you for the lives of these wonderful ones. I pray with them and I pray for them. Let the grace of God I bring salvation appear. Oh, yes, in their lives. 
Let it not be only today, but for the rest of their lives. Let them know you. Let them walk with you until the very end. Bless their life, Lord. Grace them, Lord. Use them, Lord. Anoint them, Lord. Let them be your sons and daughters. And Lord, let their life turn around and use them in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. We hope you've been blessed by the word of God. Please worship with us every Sunday at 10 a.m. at LCI Megachurch, Lewisham Way, 79 Parklands Main Road, Cape Town, South Africa.